Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show podcasts are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Discover the many ways you can join in at nerdyshow.com support. This program may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Gourmet Podcast. I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr. With me is the hard man with hard opinions, AFLM. Hi. And our king baby duck, Evan. Diabetes. And Elite Four Derek. Zoom appeal, Elite Four Derek. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to point it out right now that as we do this episode, I'm actually drawing. uh, Not because... I'm 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 just I'm purposely doing something other than the episode at, well, at the same time, but because I, I started a project and I don't want to finish it before I have to start working on the comic book again tomorrow because today is Sunday. But I just tried to rename a lair. I'm and I, oh yeah, I'm drawing on my iPad. <laughs> I just tried to rename a lair, and the first thing I did was go over to my keyboard and start typing on my keyboard, and Google just started doing a whole bunch of weird things, and I'm like, what is going on? And then I was like, oh yeah, these things aren't even connected even in the slightest. It was great. <laughs> I, uh, so I, I just want to jump back a second to Evan's intro piece there. Yeah. Um, I, I found out that, that Wilford Brimley died today. Yeah, yeah. He passed away last night. I thought he, he was already dead. Yeah. I thought he died like years ago. I, I remember there be, like, I was still in college and there were people who were saying like the diabetes guy died like forever ago. And no, he didn't. No, he, he's <laughs> you know what? Maybe look at his diabetes program. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I, <laughs> he, he got to the late eighties. That's good. Yeah. Exactly. 85. He got exactly. He oh, beat okay. diabetes. And the thing. Oh no, wait, no, he didn't. Um, <laughs> but, uh, what? Did he beat Cocoon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it wasn't either. Didn't he die in Cocoon? And then the aliens were the ones who were like copying him. And so, so that uh, Jodie Foster would feel. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I thought you meant. I thought you were trying to get to the fact that he died of the uh, Kakariko virus, whatever it's called. <laughs> um. So this episode, which we haven't talked uh, at all about yet, besides the title of the episode, is all about food. So uh, we want to uh, Wilford Brimley. (laughs) (laughs) So we want to uh, we want to have an in-depth discussion about all things that have nothing to do probably with us cooking ourselves, because I don't think we can. (laughs) Or Wilford Brimley. (laughs) I can't cook. 
I don't. <laughs> I, I'm actually learning to cook. I've um I've done a lot of things since the uh since the coronavirus started and we've and we've been doing some quarantine stuff. You know all those posts on Facebook about everybody saying that they're all baking bread and things like that now. <laughs> uh, my wife and yeah, I tried that. We did we did banana bread. We actually still have an entire loaf of banana bread in our freezer still and yeah, it's and it's waiting to be consumed. So you're How like, the we bread? baked this banana bread. Who's yeah, going to eat it? I'm some not going to eat this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's uh, uh, been a lot of fun. We we made uh, we did make our own homemade bread and we made like an Italian like olive oil dipping sauce to go along with it, too. Delicious. <laughs> um, and I've been making my own pizza sauce, too. Ooh. <laughs> which is literally just <laughs> just taking Are you hand crushing the tomatoes <laughs> it's it's no it's literally taking ragu and then and then sprinkling in the italian seasoning jar that we have all the basil that's all the not basil making you can your own pizza them. sauce yeah and then and then you add in one ingredient to another <laughs> and then and then you you take the you take the and onion powder <laughs> and the garlic powder and then you mix them and then you have a really killer pizza sauce and that's the extent spaghetti of my meatballs <laughs> well uh, that's the extent of my cooking the so extent, the extent of my original recipes uh amount to cooking easy mac huh? and then once it's done emptying a pack of diablo sauce into the easy mac and mixing it around so i do Sounds something like similar college. with uh pasta so i take a pasta sauce whether it's like a three cheese or four cheese I add chili sauce and Tostitos uh, um, cheese dip. Like the ones that's like, it's not too spicy, but it gives you enough kick. You mix it all together and it makes an amazing uh, pasta sauce. Huh. And so uh, <laughs> we're already going into food hacks, which we yes. didn't put on our list, but that sounds like. So like with me, like I've been doing like lots of pasta dishes, but the ones that I've been doing since we're, you know, anime base and Japan, you know, Japan influence, I do, instead of meatballs, takoyaki, the fried octopus balls. Mm. I buy a pack from... Um, I'm sure those are readily available. They are, actually. Go to H-Mart. Yeah, no one else is buying that right now, but please sell it. <laughs> no, I go to H-Mart. I buy it frozen there, and then I cook it up in the microwave, and boom, I have a takoyaki pasta. It's amazing every time I okay, eat it. Okay, so pretend that I'm a person who heard you say octopus balls mm -hmm. i want you to sell that dish to me it's the candy of seafood octopus okay. is really delicious i i like clams how are they similar or different well Sweeter octopus is better than clams because clams are disgusting <laughs> so Sweeter yeah, than clams. with salt and they're not bad but go on i like the i like clam necks i don't like clam bellies uh, agreed <laughs> Okay. To be fair, to be fair, I agree with you. <laughs> it's so like if you were to compare takoyaki to uh, for seafood, ta takoyaki is to seafood what pizza is to Italian food. It's like a, it's the kind of seafood where you wish you could eat it all the time. The kind of thing that America takes and bastardizes and just kind of throws everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. 
we, we have not bastardized takoyaki yet. Maybe I've yeah. bastardized it because or, or I'm pizza. Adding it to pasta. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but pizza is amazing part. here. So, okay, is it? You said it's sweeter. Is it chewy? Is it? Yep, chewy, chewy and creamy. And you got that Japanese mayonnaise on it, which is pretty good. I actually don't add mayonnaise to it, but now that you say that, maybe I should add that to the sauce sometime and see what happens. Mm. Derek's face looks less and less convinced every time you add something on. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm trying to delve into this, like, strategically. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep an open mind. I'm it's like, one of those things where, like, you hear balls. fried octopus <laughs> dumplings, and you're like, that sounds gross. But then you take a bite of it, and it's the complete opposite of what I you thought it would be. I look at that the same way that I look at escargot. Huh. No, complete opposite it's of escargot. Kind of escargot is just a like creature that people cook up. And hi, Christine. Hi. <laughs> hi. Escargot is just disgusting. Well, you know, octopi are like the eight-legged version of the slug down in the bottom of the friggin' ocean. Well, dude, so think about calamari. Dude, think of calamari, which is octopus. Mm. No, it's squid. squid. Squid, squid. Hey! Okay, so calamari, so squid, octopus, cephalopods, two peas in a pod, but where um, sold- calamari well, is a lot on my more... Take, I'm not sold on calamari myself, either. I still look at that the same way. Okay. It's one of those things where you have to actually give it a try and need it. Because anyone will hear fried octopus dumplings and be like, that sounds gross. But then when you try it, it's like, this is amazing. It's like how... That like, led me to uh, Bill and Bob's Roast Beef Pickle Fries. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. The Bill and Bob's Pickle Fries are pretty good. A little bit of horseradish. Two things I never thought I'd ever consider ordering at the same time. Pickle fries and horseradish. But mm-hmm. well, horseradish is awesome. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Horseradish. <laughs> Takoyaki with a side of coleslaw. Just mm, perfect appetizer. Okay. I'm slightly more sold than I was at the beginning of this. Okay. <laughs> that I did my job. So then, Derek, where do you lean on the on the on the what your preferred food is like, you know, you know, like not going towards the the it seems like you're not going really more towards the seafood stuff. So, like, are you more like the burger guy or the something like that? So with seafood, I'm kind of particular. Clams, haddock, cod. I can do some lobster. But if it reminds me of something that looks like a pest or something that like... Yeah, like a lobster? <laughs> yeah, that's why I said lobster every now and then. <laughs> you don't you don't like sea scorpion? Everybody <laughs> likes sea scorpion. See, I like the kind of meats that don't seem like they're coming from vermin. Uh, see, I an octopi and squid kind of look to me like a slug does, and is kind of a bottom feeder, and it's like, eh, what do I think? 
God, uh, this is why I wish there was the Japan Festival this year and it wasn't canceled by COVID, man. I could have taken you and you would have experienced just how tasty yeah, like takoyaki is. That most certainly is the best part about it, going to every food booth and like getting, excuse me, getting the rice balls and the takoyaki and all the noodles squid and all that. Stick. Yeah, squid on a stick. That was a really fun one. Remember Actually, when we taste Christine with one of them? Do we, did I ever put that video up on the internet? No, you never did. Really? Huh. I guess I'll just have to put that up sometime. But uh, I because I think I have it like half edited somewhere. My only uh, adventure into like a different culture's food or like official like scheduled adventure. Um, I'm probably one of the last people to graduate Salem State with a degree in cultural diversity. They got rid of that one. But yeah. hey, it's on my degree. Uh, you know, I've got cultural diversity in my pocket. Um but I did a lot of um, Eastern classes, especially Indian classes. And one of them actually, after, or right before we did the final, actually took us all out to an Indian restaurant in Kenmore Square. She's like, yep, I'm going to pay for your whole meal. You know, you're going to experience all this Indian culture right now. You know, get something. <laughs> wow. Get set on fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, Andrew has a story about about Indian so where was it? What, were you in Thailand? No, no, I'm I was. I'm sorry, Taiwan. I was in. Um, I was in Okinawa, and so we went to we went to a curry restaurant, but it wasn't a Japanese curry restaurant. It was an Indian curry restaurant run by Japanese people, hey. and the you can order every single dish on a scale of one to one hundred of of heat. I like that. And and even the experienced I like spice people recommended that you don't order anything over 45. I was about to say 50, but Um, well, when when I was there, I saw somebody order a 55 because first because we went twice. The first time they ordered a 45 and then they ordered a 55 the next time. And, you know, it was one of those things like it's it's so good you, you gotta try it's so good i love it and you're just like i think you're just an idiot because i don't know if you're trying to convince me or yourself that this is a great deal because you know spicy you, food is disgusting you spend and, money on this. uh and so uh i myself who hate spicy food because i'm a sane person and i don't like my food to hurt me say though no no and the boat andrew i got uh i got a five i got my i got level five spice <laughs> and uh and and again like you you basically ordered in increments of five it was it was five ten all the way up to a hundred and i got level Wait, five and i just i just hated it like i i was eating it everybody was enjoying their food i'm just like guys this is just the worst <laughs> it's I, it's still even that level five it's still spicy everything every taste i get like it just gets hotter and hotter and eventually i couldn't finish it it's like that so, scene from uh, Along King Polly where Ben Stiller is like eating like the Indian food. He's just getting sweatier and sweatier and grosser looking. And and so and so the second time we went uh, to to the place, I was just like, oh, cool. We get to go again. I'm, I'm so blessed. This is great. Um, uh, they they come over. They're like, how would you like your spice? Except they said it in Japanese because I don't and I don't know how to say that in Japanese. And I said zero i was like yeah give me that give me that six zero spice level 
And guess what? It was the best Indian curry I've ever had because it actually tasted <laughs> like curry. It was great. I loved. I loved it. It was so good. Mm. So, so that's my so that's my story about eating spicy food in Japan at an Indian curry restaurant run by Japanese people. So, <laughs> I saw something that was on the is it racist Reddit where someone was at the Taco Bell drive through and they said they wanted sauce alongside their order. And they, the person took one look at them and said, mild, right? And they were white. Mm. So <laughs> can we just not handle that spice? Is that what that is? <laughs> it, I mean, it, it, it's strictly cultural. I mean, if you're if you're used to eating spice, because you can train yourself to like spice. I hey, listen, I also have a have a, uh, a Taco Bell story about about that, too. We got up to I was in college at the time and we got up to the drive through window and my friend who does like spicy things um, requested from the person in the window requested an ass load of fire sauce <laughs> and uh, the woman. At, yes. And the woman at the window asked, what do you define as an ass load <laughs> <laughs> as to which my friend in the back seat of the car jumped up to the front seat and said, however much fits in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my experience at Taco Bell. And your last experience at Taco Bell. <laughs> Couldn't go back to that one ever again. <laughs> if I were the worker, I would have given one packet and been like, I'm very tight ass. Do you want <laughs> Got him. Nailed it. <laughs> I would say an ass load would be just how how hot are your farts after you <laughs> you you eat something like that. I was I was thinking how many packets will it take until your ass has to unload? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh man. Like if uh, we're talking about a lot of packets of fire sauce and we're talking about unloading or loading something like that, then I know what we're loading at that point. The white zone is for loading and unloading passengers. <laughs> yeah, that's the brown zone. Sorry to tell you. Ew. <laughs> so we have a we have a list of topics that we wanted to discuss, and and this one is more just like open conversation going on here. But um, well, do we want to jump into one of our questions? I mean, we started talking about fast food already. Uh, do, yeah. do we want to continue on with fast food? We we want to run the fast food gauntlet and which uh, what experience you can have at a fast food restaurant is the best depending on the restaurant that you go to. Right. Like something of that sort. OK, so uh, let's start with the classic. Before which... we start, are we talking pre-corona or post-corona? Uh, because that's I mean, two completely different experiences. Is that right? I don't, I don't know. I because places that you like could normally just walk into and sit down and have a meal. You can't do that anymore. So that has shifted. You know those fast food places dynamic. Mm -hmm. Does yeah, that like, if it still tastes the same though? Yeah. Does that? That's what okay. I'm, I'm thinking. Is, taste. We're not talking about experience. We're talking about taste. We're talking We're about, about food. sitting at a booth and like yeah. getting food that way. We're just talking about the eating aspect. The food the that taste. you can get. Yeah, at these restaurants. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, if we want to start on a topic, we'd like best. What place has the best burger? Like, if you had to go, or do we want to do? Do we want to do like cow? Like the best place to get cow is. <laughs> None. I like burgers. 
I like burger. I already have an answer. Yeah, um, I have two answers for this one. Okay, somebody start. I, All right. Wait, Derek, All right. You go. Yes, yeah, go cool. first there. Five guys, burgers and fries. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 I will concede. No. Yes, five guys no. is great. Whoa, no. Evan, you had a totally... Sorry, Evan, I see the pain look on your face, but place is amazing. They even offer A1 sauce as a topping. Um, everything's cooked fresh. Uh, you know, and when you get fries, only get a small because they yep. literally fill the cup, put it in the bag, and then just take an extra friggin' scoop and throw it in anyways. The bag fries are better than the cup fries. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you're losing money if you get a large because if you can finish that, then you have <laughs> dietary issues to consider. But so every experience I've had with five guys has been really, really bad. So every time I've tried four guys. (laughs) (laughs) So every time I've gone, fries are always soggy. They're not like the good firm French fries. Second thing, every time I eat a burger from there, about 10 minutes later, I am, um, uh, Brown zone. Ad- adverse effects. <laughs> yes. Okay. Can I can I give one tip initially? Go ahead. Go ahead. Request your fries with no salt. That means they have to cook them fresh. And you can put your own salt on them. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but that doesn't fix the McDonald's, burger. McDonald's, Burger King, anywhere. Like they'll abide by that and it'll make sure your fries are fresh every single friggin' time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but again, it doesn't fix the burger problem, which is your life just that, got uh, destroys the um, <laughs> commode. <laughs> so, Evan, then what are the two burgers that that you would say? So, for for me, so the first pick is for a restaurant you can go basically you can basically find one in almost every any city. Mm-hmm. Wendy's, I love Wendy's burgers. Yeah. They are so- oh my, you're really saying that Wendy's <laughs> has less of a gastrointestinal impact. I just, yep. I just want yes. to say that this this topic has already reached better grounds than I, I expected. <laughs> everybody hates everybody's answers, and it's amazing. <laughs> Wendy's has always been really good. I've all every burger I've ever had there tastes fresh, and <laughs> it's, it's the right amount. It's just the right amount of condiments and lettuce and tomato and cheese on there for me. Oh shoot! Then you get a the... nice surgically cut square of cow meat. I love the square burger. Come on, man. It's so um, good. So uh, I'm, I'm just – whenever I go to a fast food restaurant, which is practically never uh, – like I, I do – I go to I go to places like um, – I go to places like Subway and I go to Five Guys and I go to Chick-fil-A and I go to um, – Those are all chains. Yeah, and and they're fast food chains. Uh, but I don't I don't do like the big three. I don't do McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. Uh, you know, our Whataburger in Florida went away. Sonic is hard to get at, get to, but they're all right. Um, but the last time I went to Wendy's and got a burger was 2008 because I remember that was the last time I got a burger because we had a Wendy's on campus at college, and I, and they're like, oh, let's go to Wendy's for lunch. I was like, okay, I haven't eaten fast food in maybe close to a decade at this point. And I was like, sure, let's go to Wendy's. I don't eat fast food, but I I might give it a, might as well give it a try. So the first thing I got was a Wendy's Baconator. Yeah. And yes. 
it was the single worst experience I've ever had <laughs> because like as I bit into it, I just like felt the sodium like entering my bloodstream and I and it was so greasy that I couldn't even hold it. Yeah, no, don't let that blind you from the cholesterol too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh and ever since ever since that day, that was the last time I bought a fast food burger. Ever since then, it's only been the chicken sandwiches. I, I will not eat anything from fast food except for chicken sandwiches. And even those I don't get at McDonald's or Burger King or any or Wendy's. Papa's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Well, okay, do you want to hear my second answer, though? And sure. This is, this is the answer that I, is better than Wendy's. Shake Shack. Shake Shack has okay. some of the best okay. burgers I've ever had. Is that really a fast food chain, though? I, yeah. I, oh, yeah, for sure. it is. There's actually it's like now five of them in Boston. Fast. <laughs> okay, because um, I, I, I actually really like that sentiment, but I was thinking more of that as like a chain restaurant in a place where like you sit down and whatever. But nah, it's it's fast food. Mine. That's so, like higher economical level chain. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's, it's like a, even though it might be a chain, it's still. White several notches above Seven Eleven. Right <laughs> it's a it's above the big three. It's above the big three. So Andrew actually mentioned my answer earlier. Still to this day, even though they're all gone, Whataburger is the best fast food burger I think I've ever had. I would eat that like every day if I could. And it's disgusting. Mm. Don't get me wrong. It's 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 horrible and disgusting. But like, man, so I don't know if you've seen a Whataburger, but the the basic patty for a Whataburger is the size of my face. Um and and usually when I would go there, it was in college, it'd be like 3 a.m. and we would go to Whataburger, get a double or triple patty of there, and like and and we were set for for college oh yeah so the the one and only time i've ever been to whataburger i got the chicken sandwich <laughs> missed out man so derek and i over at salem state we had burger king there and i will oh, admit yeah. i'll admit though that the the burger king at salem state had tastier burgers there than the regular burger kings interesting i i had a quad baconator i'm not proud of it <laughs> Oh. Four, four patties, bacon, and some sort of sauce that's supposed to stop my heart. That's an experience <laughs> that only happens once. Usually, when I get a baconator, oh, uh, no, once a week. They, they <laughs> usually when I get a baconator, they they actually um, re- recognize how white I am because of how much mayo they put on them. So that's my that's my McDonald's experience. They're just like, man, this guy's white, and then they're like, I, I ordered the chicken sandwich, and they just put a brick of of mayonnaise on it. I'm like, thanks. So back Great. in college, when I was doing No Borders No Race as a college radio show, whenever yeah. I would get hungry and craving for a burger, I would put on like a 15 minute song, rush all the way upstairs <laughs> into the next building, get myself a burger, come on back down, eat that burger. And then there'd be like five more minutes left of the song. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, um, yeah. So, okay. So, so that's burgers. Uh, then the next thing ha- has to be fries. We have to talk about fries. Uh, as, much as, I'm, I'm much, as much as I'm going to disappoint a lot of people, as much as I'm going to disappoint a lot of people with me saying this, but like 
Chick-fil-A's waffle fries yeah, are the best. Disappointing like, me. F those, those people. Chick-fil-A is the best. <laughs> oh man, they they have the best fries on, on planet Earth. Just putting it out. They got the best chicken sandwiches on the that's awesome. Yeah. I, oh, that's so good. Gay people, but they know how to fry food. <laughs> well, Chick-fil-A employees don't hate gay people. Right, right. <laughs> Just the president does. He's dead, so who cares? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if people know this, but they stopped giving to those those like old charities like years ago. <laughs> so, Even anyways, dead. we're what talking about fries. <laughs> we're what? talking about fries, though. <laughs> um, yeah, you're. But you're right, though. Like, I don't know what they do to them, but they're delicious. And I, I think that there's something about waffle fries in general. Like anywhere that you go that has waffle fries, like yeah. waffle fries are the preferred cut. It's like waffle fries are the best fries. Like anywhere you'd go, if you were to go like to a carnival or something like that, you just see regular ass fries and be like, I'm not touching those. Waffle fries. Ooh, I don't touch your I'm regular ass fries. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Uh, let me ask you this though, because there's definitely a hierarchy to the different kinds of cuts of fries. What is the worst cut fry? Anything? Even though I still eat them sometimes, steak fries. Steak fries. Good. Steak fries is the answer. Yeah. No, right? crinkle <laughs> cut. Crinkle cut. Is, I uh, don't mind crinkle cuts. Crinkle cut can be I, done correctly. I, I think I, I think I actually would prefer a steak fry over the crinkle cut. I, yeah, I would agree. I would, yes. agree with I will agree. Yeah, I may have to fry. agree with you on that. Yes. If you cook the steak fry long enough to make it crispy and make it like actually rigid, not like a floppy fry. See, okay. I and. I, that's the kind of way that I feel about crinkle cut fries because I actually had with, with my family for uh, my um, mother-in-law's birthday, we, we did um, scallops and um, and crinkle cut fries. And the fries that we got at the place that we went to were crispy, they were seasoned correctly, and they were delicious. And I was surprised because believe me, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of crinkle cut fries either. But these ones are great. Okay. Um, I, will, I, I will say this asking me to like choose between two different things that I both have equal love for because <laughs> as you said, as long as it's actually like crispy and you cook it right and you bake it correctly and it's warm, hot on the inside and soft and, you know, just a little bit crunchy on the outside. That's the fries you're looking for. Yeah. The thing, the thing is though, with, with steak fries, cause we used to go, cause um, when we'd go to champions, champions used to have the poutine, and they would use steak fries for the poutine, and it was always amazing. That's great mm. for the au jus. <laughs> <laughs> poutine uh, is no, it's French for clogged arteries. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Au jus is French for soaking in the juices of something. Uh, um, okay. All I know is at sixth grade, they gave me a choice. They said I could take Spanish class and go to a Mexican restaurant in grade eight and order in Spanish. Or if I took French, then I could go to Quebec and talk <laughs> French. So, so I took French. So I know a little bit of French. <laughs> I wish I took French. Do you know enough to buy a pack of weed over there? Uh, yeah, you just say, can I buy weed? Because <laughs> everybody speaks English. It doesn't matter. Very <laughs> in. <laughs> Are you actually gonna do it? <laughs> actually, I think Fumar is Spanish, but whatever. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. I'll, I'll just put my like 
you know, fingers up to my left to be like, joint, you know. <laughs> yeah. Do you know where pot is? <laughs> Harley, I am pot. looking for chocolate with weed in it. <laughs> chocolate weed. Dib is one. De la marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, um, what's a what's like an underrated fast food that people don't pay enough attention to? Because uh, mine, mine was the uh, the the um, Taco Bell beef and bean uh, double stuffed burrito, which is gone now, but it was delicious. Yeah, I might I might piggyback on that because there was a lot of stuff that got taken out of the Taco Bell menu, including yeah. um, spicy potato soft tacos. Do you, yeah, do you remember? Do you remember the burritos that they had that had tater tots in them? Mm-hmm. That was what he's talking about, I think. Yeah. yeah, that was the loaded potato griller. And that was another thing that was also near and dear to my heart. <laughs> and both of those simultaneously are being taken off the menu. They're just you... going away from tater tots entirely at this point. They can't handle that shit at this point. It's, it's not even, they're like, this isn't even close to being Mexican. We're not putting it on the menu. It's just like, we're Taco Bell. It you know needs what? to be Mexican. There's a lot of vegetarians who are seriously complaining. Because when you look at the dollar menu, that was the only option they really had. That was vegetarian, albeit not vegan, but still vegetarian. So, you know, all these low cost alternatives are being eliminated right now. Remember and- when KFC had the bowl which had all the appetizers <laughs> in there? Yes. That was that was so underrated. The, I the loaded, loaded that the bowl. loaded bowl. The loaded yeah. bowl. Yeah, they still have that. You know, they that's do? great. Yeah, it's such an under ah. Oh. I gotta remember that for next time. Crap that oh, nobody famous, wants to eat in the bowl. I'm sorry, the famous bowl, KFC the famous. Bowl. The famous, yeah, the famous bowl. bowl. Just I, give me a get, just give me that thing of fried that bucket of fried chicken and a but, famous bowl. And I'm you know what I, you know what I think about that like? Um, it's like you show up to your middle school cafeteria. You're like, all right, I'm here for my meal. And they just give you that styrofoam container full of potatoes. The only thing I can ever Gravy. imagine. <laughs> Beans. The only thing that I can ever imagine when thinking of how they put together the famous bowl is just an employee putting their arm across all of the extra corn that fell out while like dribbled while they were while they were filling up an actual thing of corn and scraping it into the well, famous bowl. But I mean, so if you think about the famous bowl, it's the mashed potato, which they probably have an uber surplus of. Yeah. It's it's the little chicken bits and it's corn. So it's probably the little chicken bits that cooked off of the actual chicken that they didn't that they didn't <laughs> have. And then like all the corn that's just like nobody orders the corn. Let's just put it into the potatoes that we have a million pounds of <laughs> and then take the chicken bits that fell off the actual chicken and put it in the famous bowl. It's famous. <laughs> and it's just like all this disgusting crap that nobody ever orders or eats in the store. <laughs> Going off of that, I would consider it like the poor KFC man's um, shepherd's pie. <laughs> Literally, yeah, like, kind of. I mean, if you were just to get, get yeah. that, just uh, cut the top of a biscuit and just plug it on top of there. <laughs> yeah. That's actually brilliant, dude. No, honestly, tell them that because I would buy that. <laughs> for, an extra, <laughs> for an extra dollar if it came with a friggin' top of a biscuit. Just well, then it, then it would be a pot pie, not a chicken pie. Or not a, not a shepherd's pie. Shepherd's, shepherd's pie, pie is... Is is yeah. uh yeah 
is just it potato? closer to where it's at right now. Yes. But if you took a cooked top half of a biscuit and slapped it on top, I'd pay, pot pie. Yeah. I'd pay an extra buck for that. The KFC pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> a Sanders pie. <laughs> the French Sanders pie. is rolling in his grave. All right. <laughs> and Jim Gaffigan's playing him again. Meat pie. <laughs> uh, so all this talk about fast food then uh, I, I, I personally I, so I love chain restaurants like a good sit down place good family mm-hmm. sit down place um, what when you think of a, a good sit down place what's like your number one pick the to ground go to? round oh my god <laughs> yes I used to go to the one in Stoneham all the time Oh, oh I, I used to go to one in Salem all the time that, I actually oh uh, we, we used to have we used to have a ground round in Braintree up until it closed and the last time Jonathan and I went to it was probably when we were around four years old maybe maybe three and then it closed down and I've never been since and it, ever ever since then it's been an inside joke amongst like our friends group of of like the ground round because we've never been to one outside of being like three or four years old yeah you know, three words and slider this... sundays oh that sounds good I get a little oh. depressing but uh visitation days with my dad you know divorce that happened yep. been there same train always one of like the usual places we'd always go so when he said ground round i'm like oh memories oh, uh, so <laughs> the one the one that we did with with our dad every friday was the 99 and i still to this day freaking love but it was but it was back yeah. when the 99 didn't change any of their recipes so like yeah. before 99 changed their burger recipes their burger buns their burger like and the che- the type the type of cheeses they used yeah um everything everything was different <laughs> yeah this was this was back in, yeah 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 this was back in the early 2000s so then, like my dad and i would go to the 99 restaurant on the way to uh, Great Woods, which went to Tweeter Center, which went to Comcast, their prime rib just melted in your mouth. It was always so good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. So qual- the quality of the 99 has plummeted since uh, since the early 2000s. Yeah. And, and, and they really skimp you on the fries. Like whenever you order fries, they're just like, here you go. Eh. And then like they throw like four fries on your plate. And that that is true, but I will disagree with you on I, like I find things at the night like I love the 99 still to this day because like so if you get their um, honey barbecue chicken wrap delicious or more. <laughs> um, yeah, the you one that, love that thing and it's the most mediocre uh, wrap I've ever I had. do. I love it. Um, the other one that I, I miss because there's not that many around anymore too is friendlies. Uh, oh, I, oh, my God. I there's love one right down the street. Sundays. Place one of the few surviving ones yeah, yeah. we, we or, used to go to the one in brain is there is it still there the nope no they're all oh, gone oh, yeah all of God. all the friendlies are gone and every single one of them ran their d team every time we went evan, so like come back yeah up. i'm back up home evan <laughs> i know um, it was the one in one fourteen. i think yeah yeah what the one thing that I remember about Nina is is back when like you know when you get first get your your license you go out with your friends everywhere and like I remember we, it was right we were in still in high school but like we went out just Saturday or Sunday when they had the D team on um and 
and we had not, uh, the friendlies. And as we were going to pay, um, we threw down our cash. And you know how confusing it gets when your friends are together and you're like trying to figure out cash and all that kind of stuff and you're trading yep. things. Um, I there was one time we were there where we our, our bill came like between like five or six people. It was like 50 something bucks. Right. Um, and so like my part of it was you know, a certain amount. But then I realized after we had left the restaurant that I was short one extra $20 bill. And so like I had tipped this D team member of, <laughs> of the, of friendlies. Like I really hope that they needed a better step in their day because they got a $20 tip for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, for sit-in restaurants, I, there isn't many around in Massachusetts, but there's one up in New Hampshire that I like going to Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays yeah, they're, has the pretty good. Yeah. Um, they used to, they used to be more of like a, one of those family pub style restaurants, and now yeah. they're like up, upscale, higher class. Yeah, restaurants. I like. Yeah, they give I you went, they give you like, like the square ceramic plates and mm -hmm. and all the different separate kind of like a, a champions would give you. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what they did when I went to the one in New York City with my dad for Anime NYC. Like we went to the Ruby Tuesdays there and. Such good atmosphere and very great food. Ruby Tuesdays was the restaurant that introduced me to sliders and uh, made me realize that sliders were the best and only way to eat burgers now <laughs> <laughs> when they're available. I still love burgers to death. Unless you want to eat a burger that has a whole tomato slice, you know. Oh, well, well right wait a second. <laughs> I, I, th I just saw Evan's face make uh, – Evan just made a face too, and I think it's because he thought of the same thing. If we want to talk about burgers, we have to talk about Poorhouse. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. This is, this is going into the, the next topic, which yeah. is leaving chain restaurants and going into solo local, Yeah, local okay, restaurants. Let's pause on that because we still haven't talked about a couple of things within the fast food realm. Well, how yeah, but how long are we going to talk about chain restaurants and until we talk about local stuff? Like, let's uh, let's the ones that deserve one more, our attention. One last one. <laughs> let's talk about the best shakes, the best milkshakes. All right, I actually uh, don't drink a lot of milkshakes, so I think the, only, the only one I've had since was from Shake Shack. I mean, do you want to talk about frappuccinos? I guess I can talk <laughs> about frappuccinos. I can. Um, you can. <laughs> I would say do, for, for the best yeah, shape. I may or may not have worn a green apron at one point in my life. Maybe question mark. Mm. <laughs> I this is one. This is one of those moments where I want to throw in Fuddruckers for best milkshakes because their Reese's peanut butter cup shake is the best damn milkshake I've ever had in my life. Sounds delicious. I've never been. I I, um... I don't do that, Rud fuckers. <laughs> uh, I. I, I'm trying to think of of the last place that I had a milkshake. Um, man, was it Five Guys? Does Five Guys do like? Yeah, they do milkshakes. I think that was like one of my favorites. I mean, to be honest. So I oh. can a little mm. bit into this, but the best I can contribute is if you ever happen to go to, let's say, a Starbucks, <laughs> and you got a frappuccino that you like. Request that they make it with heavy cream instead of what they normally make it with. It actually mm. makes it taste like ice cream a lot more. Makes heavy it cream. I, I'll keep that in mind. I I change. I, I I forgot. I changed my answer. Um, uh, Chick Fil A has a milkshake that's made with lemonade. 
Yeah, and... well, what if I want that on a Sunday? <laughs> well, that, you're out of luck, bud. You gotta get it. Damn you gotta it. get it during the work week or on a Saturday. So, so it's a milkshake made with lemonade, and it's it, it's just it's great. It's it's one of the it's I've, I I had it. I was like, this is this is the greatest thing I've ever had. It's so good. Does does Taco Bell's Baja Blast count as a milkshake? <laughs> I will say that that is a tasty soda. Um, also, doesn't uh, lemon make milk curdle if you're mixing them like that? Yeah, uh, drink it fast. Because <laughs> yeah, because isn't it like if you drink uh, milk and then orange juice, you it, you throw up? It's like a natural yep. epicac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like this the base plus the acid mixed together, and it instantaneously curdles the milk, and it all comes up. <laughs> That's why all the Starbucks secret menu drinks uh, usually feature coconut milk or almond milk because it usually uh-huh. avoids all that. <laughs> Interesting. So let's um let's talk about. Um, hole in the wall places that deserve our attention. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to start with the poorhouse? That is yes, the, the poorhouse, the best burger, you, the best burger you've ever had. Yes, the trip. What was it? The triple? Is it the Vermont or the Wisconsin burger? Idaho, Idaho burger. Yeah, Idaho burger. The triple Idaho burger. It's a burger with fries inside of the burger. Yeah, and it's it's made with it's made with sharp it's made with sharp melted cheddar, French fries, three patties, three patties. Uh, I think onion. I'm not sure, but oh, but oh my gosh, yeah, it onions is. Onions are on there. Tomatoes are on there. Not onion rings. But. Oh, uh, I'm gonna fight you with the fries and the burger thing. But go on. N- no, you, you can't. It's just the greatest thing ever. And <laughs> uh, and uh, another thing is, uh, I don't drink all that much. But you can get me if you have a good cider. You can get me to drink cider. And Poorhouse is one of the few establishments that sells uh strongbow as as uh in in the bottle mm. so so if you're looking for a restaurant that sells strongbow they uh they got it because i i was like i always go and i'm just like this might be like a, re- a weird question but do you have strongbow here and what do you know like i, I was at the poor house and I was just like yes yes we do i was like oh my gosh well let's do some strongbow then <laughs> I remember uh, the one of the best experiences that we had. It was at right after Anime Boston, and we went to the poorhouse. It's become a tradition to go to the poorhouse after Anime Boston. It's right across the street from the Heinz. And we went there. We were eating, and um, and uh, professional arm wrestling was on the TV. It's like we were watching ESPN eight. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so going back to what Andrew was saying about ciders. So in New York City, there's a place called Black Iron Burger, which is a great, another great hole in the wall sort of burger place. There's like five locations, I think, in New York in within the New York area. So there they have a they have a cider by a uh, brewer named called McKenzie's. And McKenzie's hard cider is like the not your father's apple juice, if you want to call it that. Sure, yeah. It, it's so it's sweet. It goes down so quick and fast. Tasty as hell, but <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> I found that well, out the hard way when I drank three of them in an hour. Well, that's why. <laughs> well, that's why. So I when I when I was in Washington, there's a place. Uh, there was a there was a little bar in DC uh, or state. Huh? State. State. State, yes, yeah. in, in Washington State. Uh, I was, I was in, I was in uh, Linden, Linden, Washington. It's ten minutes away from the Canadian border. 
and they have this little tiny hole in the wall place that they swap out their selection every single day. And the day that I was there, they had a lemon basil cider. I don't know what I don't know what the name of it was called, and I don't know the comp or the the brewer that makes it. But this this lemon basil cider was one of the best things I've ever drink uh, drank. And I, I mean, you know, I don't I only drink cider. I don't like beer. I don't like beer. I don't like hard stuff. I don't like anything. I'll only drink cider. I've never thought of basil being an adjective towards something that I want to drink. Well, and and that was just it. I went to I went to a cafe that was in Linden, Washington, and they had a rosemary lemon lemonade. You put, that, that, that's another one. Yeah, <laughs> you put you put rosemary in the lemonade and I was just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever had. It was I agree. So I've good. had rosemary lemonade. It's amazing. It's so it good. Seems like you're coming up with like a Tim and Eric kind of menu. <laughs> <laughs> like what's the most like out there kind of thing we can imagine that pickled soda <laughs> yeah no they have that evan they have they do? that yeah it's like, um they made that up yeah like, no it, along it's on the same line as a company that also makes peanut butter and jelly uh soda and bacon soda all these things yeah they have pickled I soda. Know dandelion so, tea is also a thing so there's mm. a pizza joint in the bar and right near me um, I forget the name of it off the top of my head, but they have cereal milk soda. Ooh. And it's actually like amazing. That sounds Wait, good. Cereal milk? Yeah. Cereal milk. Like so, starting so, with a C or starting yeah. with an F? Because <laughs> with an S, C. that means it's gone through generations at that point. Cereal milk. So imagine like take a cream soda and so add, like fruit it. <laughs> Yeah. 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 That sounds. That sounds awesome. Um, so um, my hole in the wall place. Uh, actually, I'm not even sure if it exists anymore, uh, but it was from a place back in our college days uh, that was right around the corner from our apartment building. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Andrew? Oh, it's actually yeah. it's actually the founding restaurant of Wicked Anime. We, yep. we decided to make Wicked Anime with, with Glitch and Dylan sitting in this restaurant and it became a uh, Friday thing um, where we would um, go to Cheddar Jack's. Now, yep. Cheddar Jack's was this little hut that you would go to. It had like five spaces in the parking lot. So we would carpool there to make sure that we got a place. Um, uh, they... Uh, the the woman who owned the place also worked for the mail delivery service. So like she would be in the restaurant in her USPS. She would uh, usually come in while we were eating after her shift. Yep. Yeah. And uh and and she and they made the best it was a burger joint, a burger and pie joint. And she yeah. made the best she made all of the pies herself. No, they made the burgers. Like everything in, yep. in Cheddar Jack's was handmade. Yep. So they, yeah, yeah. they hand they handmade the burgers. And they handmade all the all the desserts. Um, and oh, it's amazing. not there anymore. It's not uh, there. It yes, yeah, before we left, like the the kind of place that it was. I would we were there after like so long of of ha being at this restaurant. Uh, the the woman actually knew who we were, and uh, she was eating at a table next to us. She was on like a food break, and she made up her own burger, and it wasn't on the menu. And I was like, man, that looks really good. And she was like, do you want it? I'll make it for you. And I was like, 
Yeah, I would yeah. love that. And she did. She made me the burger that she had just made up on the spot. And it was delicious. It was a burger with a fried egg on it. And um, it was like a breakfast burger. Um, but yeah, it wasn't on the menu or anything. Oh, yeah. She was the sweetest lady. And it, this yeah. was like a totally family owned restaurant. And they were amazing. And we supported them. And then but they're not there anymore. Yeah, it's because Wicked Anime left Florida. Yeah, because after Wicked Anime left Florida, they there goes our only customers. <laughs> that feeling can potentially be the best feeling in the world because I work at a let's say chain coffee shop where I wear green <laughs> aprons, et cetera, et cetera. We've done this joke, you know. <laughs> but what do you actually get that one person who's not the asshole who actually is like well, you know, I want a coffee and I know I want something like this. And he's actually like talking to you and like, you know, giving you like little step-by-step instructions and it's like, oh shit, he's treating me like a human. <laughs> How do I deal with this right now? Okay. Um, yeah, I'll talk to him be like, I'll, I'll give him a recommendation. Fuck. <laughs> but gets a little bits like that and you know when it comes to the whole like fast food industry you gotta think about that where it's just people that just keep moving on doing the same motion over and over and over again and it it's obviously like a local necessity you know to have this whole sort of food available whether it's healthy or not but whatever but whatever (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Like, it would be great if everyone was healthier, but times are trying right now, and there are places that are actually bringing out food, and they're the fast food places. Yeah. And while we might see them as essential, unfortunately, governments don't see them as essential. So, boo. They're still, boo. They're still running. They're not getting a lot of help right now. So, yeah. yeah. I want to support what I want to support. And it, sorry if yeah. I'm into Wicked Gourmet, but it's <laughs> hell yeah. Well, so I saw the relevance. So for I know you guys talked about I know Angie chose Poor House, but for favorite place for hole in the wall stuff, <laughs> uh, I have to I have to go with um, I have to actually go with a place that Derek. I think you've been there too with with me a few times. Um, down in Salem, Massachusetts, right right near like the center of town. There's a place called Cafe Kushko. Yes. Yeah. Um, been there once. Um, honestly, if I have to go for like local roots, I'm going to go Bill and Bob's more than that. Okay. Which- but I, but Cafe Kushko had like one of my all time favorite sandwiches in there, which is the HS5. And it's this prosciutto sandwich they make, which is just out of this world. And, and it's a type of prosciutto sandwich that, I've tried hundreds of times to recreate and emulate, but never successfully been. <laughs> the the yeah. problem with Salem is they always kind of like go towards what the popular decree is or, you know, what the trend is right now. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of restaurants that'll start up there mm-hmm. do really great for one year and then disappear. And yeah. And constantly, mm-hmm. Are they not, is is this restaurant not there anymore? I don't know, but based on where he told me where it is, Evans know. on the hunt. <laughs> Evans looking it up. <laughs> there we go. 
Nope, it's still there. Good. Cusco Bistro. Um, but if we want to talk more about the, um, I don't know if you would call it hole in the wall because it's literally right across the street from uh, the TD Garden, but A&B Burger is excellent. I, I, I've i only heard of that place. Wait, wait a second. That's where we went for your birthday, right? Yes. It is? Yeah. They've got a spot in Beverly. Yeah, they have a spot in Beverly and one in Boston. So they're technically it's two yes. locations. Yeah, I actually was there on uh, Rumi Raff's um, wedding celebration dinner, whatever you call that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, I got, the chicken, I got the chicken sandwich, and it was <laughs> awesome. It was so good. <laughs> um, you see, I used to go to A&B Burger when it was where the Bit Bar is now, which used to be the big prison. Huh. And their burgers oh, were out of this world. But then, then they closed that location down and moved to Beverly, which made it hard for me to go to. But then they opened up a second location right in front of the TD Garden, which, you know, there's a prime location to go for a good birthday meal. Hmm. Yeah. And they have a they have a burger that they use Japanese Kobe beef with. And it's yeah. excellent. I got that. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That sounds delicious. It is. Um, oh man, I, I actually forgot to talk about this one during the chain restaurants. But. Burger, medium rare. A steak is medium rare, but when you get a burger, get it cooked all the way through. It's not the same thing. Medium well for me, yeah. I, I go I go medium with my burger. If you go towards the rare side, you know, with the regular steak, and then you're getting this, go like yeah. So yeah. So the way I always do it is that level. You know, the way I always do it is I get my steaks rarer and my burgers more well done because I don't like it when I bite into a burger and then like all the grease just pours out in my hands. <laughs> yeah. But but steak not so bad. I can get a I can get a rare I can get a medium rare steak. So you talked about Kobe beef burger. Um, anybody have like the best cut of uh, like the best the best kind of meat that they've ever had on a burger? Mm. I'll throw it on the table bison burger. Oh, bison burgers are the best. That actually took my answer with uh, AB burger with the Uh, Kobe. The Kobe beef burger? Yep. Because Rummy Raff, you know, had his wedding reception there. Mm -hmm. So he treated me to that one, and that was literally. Yeah, just like the best cut of meat that you could get. And <laughs> oh, bison burgers are the best, though. Oh, my gosh. I've never had better meat than bison. I can't remember. I, this is going to be like a pathetic I, answer. but So I actually have a good answer for this one. This is one that's over in North Conway in New Hampshire, and it's called Delaney's Hole in the Wall. Mm-hmm. And Delaney's Hole in the Wall has the best teriyaki burger mm. I have ever eaten. And this is from someone who's oh. actually eaten a teriyaki burger in Japan. Wait, gotcha. <laughs> wait, are we are we doing the hole in the wall argument too? Uh, what do you mean, like? Because you know you brought up two different things. It was like one thing, and then the hole in the wall. Are we also talking about the hole in the wall? The restaurant, the hole in the wall. Evan just brought it up. Yeah, I just brought it up. <laughs> okay, Salem, Tin Whistle. Have you ever heard of that one, Evan? Yes, I know the tin whistle. It is literally the size of a residential home. 
And it is two main rooms, one a bar, and the one that's a quote-unquote mini game room that has access to an outside patio. Gotta be my favorite one. Okay. <laughs> Haven't been there in years, but... <laughs> I've watched the Bruins lose the Stanley Cup there twice. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Uh, yeah, good local places. I'm sure there's plenty more that mm-hmm. uh, that I, I can't think of. Andrew, what was that one that we went to brunch with when we were in Florida? That was a cafe that sh- served really amazing chicken and waffles. In and out. <laughs> <laughs> In and out, it was In and Out Cafe. Uh, yeah, not In and Out Burger. I heard you laughing. It's not In and Out Burger. Uh, I or was it? Was it just called the Cafe? Like I, I can't remember what that no. place was called. Cafe on Five or something like that. Oh, I. Um, there's so many. I don't remember. Great meals. No. Now, if you want amazing, a great, uh, amazing breakfast experience, so there's a place in New York City called the Stardust Cafe. And what's cool about the Stardust Cafe is that, or Stardust Diner rather, is that all the wait staff there are part of our work on Broadway as like ensemble people or as understudies and such. So like every 15 minutes you get like an awesome song and dance from like these people that are working there. But they're pancakes and waffles there are just straight up amazing. Hmm. So they're empty calories. <laughs> yeah, what isn't? What isn't? Yeah, that's a good yeah, good point. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Something you work for. <laughs> so, uh, let's check out the, the rest of this list to see uh, what, what else we have on here. Well, going off of the hole in one wall place, we could talk about the best pizza. Okay. I'm looking at I'm looking at my list of of all of the topics that we have mm-hmm. to talk about today. Best pizza is one of them. Um, so this is. Do we want to bring up um, a place that also want to throw in a place that serves pizza, but um, also offers like sandwiches and stuff like that? Because I have a place that sells pizza, like they're a pizza place, but like their sandwiches are better than their pizza. Or do we specifically want to talk about like no, you have to go here to get pizza. I mean, most pizza places actually do what you talked about. Sure. Um, 
Because, like, the place that I'm talking about is uh, a, a place right down the street from me called Randolph Cafe. One of those places. It's like a town place that's yeah. just amazing you know, all the time. I've had pizza places where I've gotten better sandwiches than I have pizzas from them. So, yeah. Do we want to judge who has the best pizza? Like, specifically pizza. You know, not judging about, like, the pizza place that has the best dish. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Andrew, what, what do you think? What do you think should be the ruling on this one? Oh, what's who has the best pizza? Who has the best pizza? Easily. Uh, okay. So um, so if we're talking about, like, the best pizza that you can find, uh, I have to go with a local place, which is Town Spa Pizza, which is local to us in, in Stoughton. Town Spa Pizza is one, it has one of the best bar pizzas that you can ever, ever. get. Ever. Mm-hmm. Um comparable to it uh is another one that's it has a bunch of restaurants and they even marketed them so you can buy them in the frozen food aisle uh, up here in massachusetts is the uh, cape cod cafe um amazing it's it's comparable to uh to town spa and it's, that's how you know it might be good <laughs> you have to but don't take my word did it no that was that was reading rainbow joke on a food episode <laughs> who else is pizza who else is pizza for me for a local place one of my favorites is out in lynn there's a place called athas now mm. i think i think a couple of you've had this with me we've ordered athas pizza and their meat lovers literally have just meat just falling right off of each slice and it's just <laughs> so tasty for, tasty for gross go, calories before you go further <laughs> Can I just say, Lin Lin, City of Sin, don't go out the way you came in. So go on with your description of your pizzas. From so so Athas Pizza has like one of the best meat lovers on there, on the planet. Like it's not just like a sprinkling of meats. It's just splattered all over it from <laughs> top to bottom, all throughout the circumference. It's just meat Meat, meat, your face. And it's it's bacon. It's sausage. It's hamburger. It's every kind of meat that you didn't even imagine. Exactly, it is. And it's like the best pizza I have ever eaten in my life. Back when I was doing the original Boston Bash Brigade podcast show, before I brought back No Borders No Race, we would go to Athens every Saturday order a pizza and start recording right then and there. How close was this place uh, to, to where you lived? Was this the, pl- did we go here with you one time? I think you did go with me one time because it's like right across on the other side of the pond. Yeah. Remember we, uh, I, I remember we went with, we went with Derek. Uh, he came with us because uh, he jumped in the road to get the geese to go across the street. Is that the same place? Yes. it is. That place was I, amazing. I don't think I was there. I don't think I was there for this. That was the recording episode or recording trip. Well, yeah, and and I don't, th- I think, um, I because th- remember, I remember Jonathan went went to Lynn with you guys because you were you were recording a snack episode or something and an unboxing, and mm-hmm. I wasn't there for that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I've been to Athas and it is delightful. So uh, I got a similar pizza to as as to my similar burger that I liked from Poorhouse that will offend. Derek's ears. Uh, it's a place in Whitman, Massachusetts called the Venus Cafe. And this guy will put anything on a pizza. So the pizza that I had 
was a chicken finger and fries pizza. Okay. <laughs> so like so like the chicken fingers and the French fries were all baked into this pizza, added I'm some onions, so added, oh my gosh. Go it on. It was so good. And he uh and and so his pizza even extended into dessert pizzas. Like he had like an Oreo pizza that was made with, you know, crumbled Oreos. And, and I want to know more about the first pizza. At this yeah. point. Could you, well, Oh my God. Can you imagine if like they, he put like potato skins on the pizza? He probably, oh, oh I mean, God. he probably, oh. he probably does his toppings. Oh, but yeah, this, but this place was awesome because his toppings are literally unlimited and and for me, in my opinion, I think French fries are the greatest thing on almost on the face of the planet. So putting French fries as a topping onto anything is just the greatest thing ever. And I'm, I'm all in. So Venus Cafe. That was great. Loved it. Imagine if you were to put like waffle fries. Actually, there. well, so here's something I've done at home. I've had like one of those oven baked pizzas mm-hmm. where I've actually taken uh chicken strips i i cook up chicken strips uh cut them up and then uh put them onto the pizza onto the pizza onto the uh, oven baked pizza and then and then i would take tater tots and bake those up and and put those on top of the pizza as well then cover the top of that in cheese so that no- nothing would fall off so i had this these tater tot chicken finger pizzas that i would eat and it was just heaven it was that just sounds, that sounds like a college meal yeah, it was just like the worst pizza you've ever had, heaven, and it's so good. <laughs> uh, uh, well, speaking of the worst pizza I've ever had, the top of the list, and I haven't had, I haven't been to to one of these since I was a child, but I still remember the quality of the pizza being so bad that it's just been ingrained in my head. Chuck E. Cheese's pizza. <laughs> I just I don't know where in the world you remember that. I have no idea what you're talking. I about. have recollections of being like a four year old at a Chuck E. Cheese, like where they you, use ketchup instead of pizza sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they took it's like they took an Elio's pizza and made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like here's the thing about Elio's pizza. Like I used to like having an Elio's pizza as like a like in between like strings of bowling like because you would get because at the metro bowl that uh derek and i used where i used to live with derek close by would have elio's pizza that you could have you know whenever you will whenever you want to order it and it's shitty pizza no question about it it's no better than celeste but after a good game of bowling it's kind of satisfying yeah but it's food I mean, yeah, for me, for me, um, pizza is pizza. And like, I will eat pizza regardless of its of its actual quality. Mm-hmm. But the, the kind of pizza that Chuck E. Cheese is, is literally almost inedible. Uh, I, I, I really love all almost like 99.9% of all pizzas, even Elio's pizza. And you mentioned Celeste, which I believe is an amazing pizza, actually. <laughs> but yeah, it's <laughs> I just that, that one sticks in my mind. There's also a local bowling place. Often. Yeah. What's that? I eat it often. Celeste pizza for one. Uh, uh depressing, yeah. but yeah. No, it's good. I, I I stand by it. It's good. Oh dude, on toaster oven. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I'm not sure if any of you know about this. So apparently in some locations where there's a Chuck E. Cheese, during COVID-19, you know how people can like order out and do like delivery and such? Chuck E. Cheese secretly goes under the name Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. So people think it might be like some mom and oh, pop yeah, shop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did I know this. Technically the name of their kitchen, apparently. Yeah, I did know this actually, um, which is clever and great. And I kind of want to order from them to see if if I if the pizza's as bad as I remember it when I was like a four-year-old. Because <laughs> I can't get into a Chuck E. Cheese otherwise. Uh, like because you need you need like a small child under the age of 10 to it's like it's in order for an adult to get in. Yeah. <laughs> or a solid police alibi. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just jump the the turnstile gate to get in. It's just like, oh, I just need a pizza. I just need a slice of pizza. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> I gotta know. I have to know. Uh, so, um, do we want to? Uh, let's do this. We'll we'll treat this like an actual meal. Let's talk about our, our topic of. Uh, we want to do a topic of anime food because we're still a uh, you know an, an anime podcast at heart, and so we'll talk about some anime food and the quality of that. We'll talk about food in media, and then let's us uh, let's end the show with dessert. Just it feels like it's a nice it's it's a nice, you know, end cap to the whole thing. We'll, we'll end mm-hmm. with desserts. Um, so uh, let's let's talk about some anime food um, and, and the best food that we've seen from anime. And we're not talking about like food wars, which does have good stuff. But I mean, I bet you we could find better answers for all of them. All right. Can I start? Sure. Um, honestly. I would go for Brock from Pokemon because he continuously provided for and cooked for his entire party the entire time. He made great jelly donuts. Jelly donuts. Yeah, jelly donuts. donuts. <laughs> and too, too. You know, two's great. Um, um, yeah, jelly donuts, stuff like that. Like, he was always kind of he was a supporting character, but it seemed like he was kind of trying to be more. He knew how to make a frying pan into a drying pan. <laughs> it, it seemed like he tried to make everything go from more of like a trainer aspect to a reader or homemaker aspect where he really did want to make it home, but he never actually found you know, his partner to make that happen. I thought he did get married. He did meet yeah. somebody. I yeah. forget. It, it was yeah. in the Aloha. relationship season. with uh, one of the professors in the, oh God, the Orange Islands, I think. Yeah, but then they broke up or something like that. But then during the Aloha season, um, I believe they had mentioned that he had finally found a girlfriend. Wasn't that the same season that Ash actually legitimately became a Pokemon master? Yep. That is even even yep. though the party that he had the season prior should have been like the party to get him through it. So, but the, but the trainer that he faced had like two legendary Pokemon that he used. So, like, yeah, but still, every time he's gotten to those like playoffs, he's always faced that. And it seemed like this was going to be the one 
that he finally made it through. And then there was like a Dragon Ball Z beam struggle. <laughs> this uh, this has to do That's with uh, cooking right? at the end. So, <laughs> eh. it, it does have to do with cooking because I'm going to ask the question: What do you think the best tasting Pokemon is? <laughs> Dodrio, Slowpoke. There is a black market. If you guys have played Pokemon Generation Two, Slowpoke Tales. No way. <laughs> um, second, you get to Violet City. Someone meets you outside and is like, oh, hey, welcome to the city. Would you like a slowpoke tail? They're like a million bucks. <laughs> Can you buy it? You're you're never actually allowed to have the um, the wallet size. To, to would... buy it. Exactly. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Uh, can I can I pay in installments? I need to know what a slowpoke tail tastes like. Bet you somebody figures out what a sl- how how to actually buy it in the game, and then yeah, like taste. And somebody and then somebody from Nintendo shows up at your door with a slowpoke tail. It's like now you have to eat it. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be like a Taurus tail and Dragon Maid. <laughs> that thing it's looks weird gross. and greasy and like, yeah. yeah oh it looks awful, awful. um I, I think the best tasting pokemon would between people who know about it <laughs> i think the best tasting pokemon would be what, what's that bison one the toro toro Taurus. Taurus. yeah oh, i think that, a Taurus burger would be amazing yeah right <laughs> probably it's just like a bison burger <laughs> yeah um so, I mean, we can't go without saying anime food uh, without talking about how amazing every piece of Ghibli food looks. I, I was going to say, uh, Howl's Moving Castle, when they're cooking right there, like everything that they're showing off that they're cooking, like you want to eat it so much. I did. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, as much as I, I love the Howl's Moving Castle's ones, I, I have to give it to Spirited Away for having the best. I mean, like it, it's it's quite obvious why the parents ended up getting getting cursed and turning into pigs the way that they did yeah, because like well you have to eat that hell you have to eat that food <laughs> yeah uh that, that was the first one that popped into my mind when i was thinking about uh, about anime food so i think for another one since you chose ghibli so i know the show kind of sucked because there really wasn't much of a plot to it but i loved the I loved the ramen bowls that you saw in Miss Koizumi Loves Ramen Noodles. Oh, Every yeah. one of those looked phenomenal. I forgot about that show. Yeah. It, I mean, it was a very passable show. It was a very but... passable show. I watched every episode of it because it was it was my food porn for the season before the next season of Food Wars, which wound up being a disappointing season of Food Wars. <laughs> but... Yeah. The ramen in that show just looked amazing, and I wanted to eat every single one of them, even like the super spicy ones. As much as I know that my tongue wouldn't hate me for the rest of my days, I wanted to eat those. It looked mm-hmm. so good. Oh, yeah. But you can't talk about anime. So, like, my my particular uh, favorite 
anime food one though which kind of inspired to begin with the entire snack food series that we did on our youtube channel i say series we only did like two of them um but well there's there's, like a bunch of them recorded there's a bunch recorded that we didn't that we haven't released so it technically is a series it's just an unreleased series but dagashi kashi dagashi kashi like you cannot talk about you know, anime food without going through Takashi Cut. Like I, and oh the man, thing is, all of those foods are real. You could yeah. order those foods in Japan. There was a time where you could actually buy a Takashi Kashi box, uh, like candy box, snack box, off of uh, you know, J List website, and. I, I consider it for so, but it's so expensive to ship it. So like, I don't know, like one, one cent candies that were in Japan are, you now have to pay like 60 bucks to get shipped over to America. It's like, nah, that's okay. Do we want to talk about desserts then? <laughs> I thought this topic was going to be longer. There's not many, there's not many food things that I can think of outside of food wars. So what was the best, food. what was the best meal in food wars? That you, that you think oh, you remember? I don't, I don't know. I don't even I, remember. I'll say so I'll, long since this. I'll, I'll say the one that I thought always looked the best. It was the simplest dish, but it was the one that I wanted. It was the one that um, uh, Soma made to like in the very first time that he ever faced up against Eri. It was the rice bowl with the egg in it, where like you crack the raw egg over the hot rice and the egg cooks inside of the rice. Oh, I've had that. That no, was the, I've had something similar to it. That was the one that I, I wanted to try. Out of all of the food in Food Wars, that was the one. And that's it. <laughs> Such a simple meal. Cool. <laughs> Dessert time it is then. Dessert time, yes. So um, I am... I consider myself a candy connoisseur. Like, I love candy as much as Willy Wonka does. Uh... And, and that's the Gene Wilder Willy Wonka, not the Giant Depp Willy Wonka. Just putting it out there. Um, so, you but, love, so you love candy as much as you hate children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, as, much as, as much as tortured children. <laughs> uh, no, so, wait, stop. Get away from there. Oh, no. Um, I So, like, I it's funny because one of the teachers that I share my room with, we actually share a love of Haribo candies and um, we actually horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Right. You have to say it with anger because it's German. Um, Horrible candies. (laughs) Horrible. Um, No, I, but they have like some legitimately good candies that like, like the twin snakes, like that are, are two candied snakes that are, that are fused together. And one of them sour and one of them sweet. Like those are so good. They have their, um, their sour strips, uh, that are like, it's, it's like too much candy in a bag. If you want to buy a candy that will last you a long time, you get these sour strips that they have. And they're kind of like the, the, um, like the sour straws, but they're in like a flat strip version of it. Oh man. So good. Okay. I've been sitting back, but do you realize Haribo sugar-free gummy bears have literally led to so much more trauma (laughs) exterior aspects of human beings. The brown zone should be allowed. Yes. uh, If anybody, 
is it wants to know what Derek is talking about and you don't know what he's talking about, just go to Amazon and look up <laughs> the reviews of Haribo sugarless gummy bears. But it's it's specifically like the five pound bag or something like that. It is. So, uh, it's up to you how much you want to eat. <laughs> the, the reviews are literature, <laughs> pure literature. Uh, yeah. Um, but I love, man, I love candy so much. One of my most favorite candies of all time is uh, Lemonheads. Um, and like you can't find them anymore. The only place that I, I could ever find them is in uh, is in Bass Pro Shop and Michael's Arts and Crafts. Those are the only places that sell Lemonheads. <laughs> um, um, when I talk about like snacks and candy and such, like I look at like movie theaters and I and I split it up between two eras, and it's the before this candy arrived, and it's after this candy arrived. Okay, and that for me is the Nestle Bunch of Crunch. Yeah, <laughs> Nestle Bunch of Crunch is just like the perfect kind of like hand candy out there. It takes one of the best bars, makes them super tiny, and just popping them in your mouth. I can like eat that all day. I don't care. Fat, whatnot. It's so good. Just pour them in. Yeah. Yeah. I just open my mouth. Just go. Just well, if we're talking about crunch in the world. I mean, if we're talking about movie theater candy specifically, I usually always go with, um, with sour patch kids, but that's a boring answer. Um, like my go-to candy at the movies used to be milk duds. Oh, they used to stick to my teeth so much. Oh, they still do. They still do. Yeah, it's just you expecting it to just constantly stick your teeth. That's why it lasts so long. Put them in your mouth and it's like... Break that off. I wonder... I wonder if anybody's ever made an ASMR of of eating milk I will duds. murder them if they do <laughs> like, ASMR videos. Especially the food one. Uh, yeah. You didn't like the one of the Japanese voice actress talking to you? See, that was different. It, it's so weird if it's... it's it, So, like... And, well, that one's... Because it sounded cute when she did that ASMR. Pardon? By the way, the uh, milk you duds... You can't make chewing food sound cute, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a dog. The milk dud ASMR sounds <laughs> a lot like you plunging a toilet, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, otherwise, uh, for, for desserts, um, <laughs> my... Uh, uh, so it, it was actually my me and my wife's second anniversary uh, recently, and we have a tradition of going to get like our like bits, bits of our wedding cake from there. And uh, I'm going to plug another local place called Kindermeister. Um, this guy from uh, Germany came over and created for whatever in Braintree, Massachusetts, started a cake shop in in a uh, in like a, an industrial park. And um, yeah, would you like to slice my wedding cake? Yeah. It, oh my gosh! But but seriously, like I I typically don't I have. I typically don't have the uh, the hearsay to say that like yes this is this is better than something else like I don't know why but like I just I think food is food but in this case he legitimately has cake that is a, a step 
of like multiple steps above anybody else's cake. And the one that we uh, we got, which was our wedding cake, was um, a Oreo cookie mousse cake, and they sell it. I in remember mortals. that cake, dude. That cake yeah. was out of this world <laughs> amazing <laughs> and we still get it every year we actually still have some in our fridge because we got some for our anniversary uh because they sell it in morsel sizes so we just got a, a box of a dozen and it was great uh <laughs> I, it's not, i know it's such a boring answer but like cheesecake factory just had some of the best well hold on ever. though what is your cheesecake of choice uh that would be adam's peanut butter oh me too me too. Yeah, that one's yeah. amazing. It's every Mars bar that you can think of on a cheesecake. So it's no, Butterfingers, it's, it's uh, peanut butter cup. It's, it's too much. It's way too much. You just gotta like that's why when it comes to cheesecake, can't go wrong no with key lime. You just have a perfect butter. key lime and everything's good. There is no such thing as too much peanut butter. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, Andrew, you're wrong on this one. You are so wrong about this. I don't Andrew, know if you know this, but I'm never wrong. So. Andrew Andrew actually just has an adversity to sweets. So like that's why he's been silent for this entire segment is because he doesn't eat well anything really, but desserts <laughs> in particular. Yeah, should I'm we, I'm a healthy we boy. Should be giving Andrew a Snickers cuz maybe he maybe that's what <laughs> you're not you when you're you're not hungry you have no sweets. There's the Snickers. I'm, and, I'm and, just I'm just a healthy boy. Andrew's daily life consists of only chicken breast and quinoa and that's yeah, it. Quinoa and chicken. That's, that's my it. jam. <laughs> Andrew eats for fuel and nothing else. Yeah, I do not eat for pleasure. I eat for fuel. I I eat like I, I eat food like a dog eats its food every day, just like sh- shovel and pile it in. And, it, and I do not know when I'm full. So <laughs> that's the major difference. Like, that's like one of the ma- only major differences between Andrew and I as twin brothers. <laughs> you eat as much until it feels like it's going to come out in both ends. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a gross image, but it just makes me laugh. It's like, <laughs> it's like you know what? It's like this. It's like the scene in a Monty Python's The Meaning of Life, Mister Creotone. <laughs> just a little midwife. It's right. rather small. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. The most disgusting movie scene in history, but also one of the funniest. Get me a bucket. I'm going to throw it up. Did you know that Monty Python's Meaning of Life actually wasn't originally a movie about the meaning of life? It was just a bunch of different sketches that they wrote that they didn't know what to do with, and then they yeah, they were they initially were trying to do a um, create a narrative with it by following like the same kid from birth to death. But it just didn't mesh well with like what they wanted to do with the movie. Yeah, they well, I mean, like what they had was just a bunch of scenes. Like I, I they they actually talk about this on a on Netflix episode called "The Meaning of of Monty Python." Yeah, and it's like they said uh, they they did the movie because they were told if they do one more movie, they would never have to uh, work again <laughs> ever again. So they just threw a bunch of crap together, and and then they were like, "Oh, you know what? We we have like the different stages of life in here. Why don't we just call it the meaning of life?" And, and that's how the meaning of life was made by Monty Python. It's, 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 it's still a great movie. I mean, one of the greatest openers too: the Crimson Pension Insurance. <laughs> Yeah. bunch of old accountants becoming pirates yeah my first exposure to that was um 
was the Monty Python Sings CD that I got for Christmas. Oh, and and they, that song was on there. Chanter and accountant and say the accountancy. Yeah, no. Um, it, as soon as we saw the meaning of life for the first time, and it started with those accountants, I knew exactly that they were going to sing that song at that moment. <laughs> it's like this is where it is. That, anyway, that is a great CD too. I mean, it had that song, "The Meaning of Life," "Every Sperm Is Sacred," the penis song. It just, yeah. uh, that was like the best part of "Meaning of Life" were the songs. Yeah, yeah, they really Christmas were. In heaven, oh my god, it's one of my favorite Monty Python songs. Yeah. Um. So, um, we yeah, stopped food. talking about food. We stopped talking about food. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about it because of Mister Kratos. Should we? Um, should we end? the show there we're we're like up on an hour and a half now so we could we could we could end it do we want to does anybody have any last thoughts of all right you know you know what we, we didn't talk about we didn't debate what? over about deep dish pizza oh uh people who like deep dish pizza are wrong <laughs> yeah there is no debate <laughs> deep dish like, pizza is not I a pizza like, <laughs> dude i like going to uno's and getting their <laughs> their chicago classic with the sausage man come on no, no, no. You don't need a bowl full of tomato sauce. I Sometimes you do. There are times in your life where you need a bowl of tomato sauce. <laughs> yeah, and that's called tomato soup. And that's for when you're sick. Yeah, but tomato soup is gross. Just crusty. What? Tomato soup is awesome. We make some grilled cheese, dip your grilled oh, cheese yeah, in grilled tomato cheese. soup. Yes. Okay, that's the exception. It works as a dip. But not as just the thing you eat. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just have it. Um, Your fun is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the thicker that you I get with pizza. Wrong. <laughs> the thicker you get with pizza, the less enjoyable it is. I, I swear, or the less it becomes pizza. Um, like thin crust, great pizza. Um, regular pizza, like New York style, great pizza. You know? And then Chicago style pizza, not pizza. <laughs> Feel, it feels good to be American and perfecting other countries' original dishes. Yeah. Um, we took the French croissant and we made a croissant. And <laughs> <laughs> take that Greek pizza, even your crappy Greek pizzas. Um, one thing that I did want to uh, end on, though, is just a, a restaurant or a food that um, stands out to you and you just need to, like, just talk about it. Because, um, like, for instance, mine is is Tijuana Flats. Um, oh, man. <laughs> uh, Tijuana Flats is the best taco they i mean taco tuesdays there they they were like eight inch tacos that you could get for two bucks a taco on taco tuesdays so good um so that's mine and that was like an example of what i was talking about best tacos ever they never stayed inside of me long enough to you know to nourish me or anything like that but so single-handedly <laughs> okay single-handedly the greatest dish the greatest meal i've ever had so in new york city there's a famous restaurant called sardis mm -hmm. and sardis is where like all the stars go in fact you go in there you see all these like world famous like caricatures of 
the greatest actors and musicians, both stage and screen, and all over the wall. At Sardi's, and this is the only place on the planet I've ever seen serve this dish. It's called cannelloni au gratin. And what it is, it's beef and pork flavoring. Uh, no, it's beef and pork flavored with mushrooms rolled in a French crepe with supreme cheese sauce. What in the world? That sounds delicious. It is the greatest meal I have ever had in my entire life. I haven't had it since I was 18, which was the last time I actually went to Sardi's. Mm. But every time I go to New York City, I try to get back over there and I never do. So I hate mushrooms, but I would eat that in an instant. You I don't like mushrooms. taste the mushrooms at all. Yeah. I still remember I still remember the taste of it. It is god tier food. <laughs> that sounds like awesome. you go to Sardi's, you order the Cantalodia Gratin, and then you get one of their desserts afterwards. You will never have a better food experience. Quite that's, like at Sardi's. That that's good to know. Sounds hard to beat. Andrew. Uh geez, I don't know. I don't I don't like being put on the spot for this question. Uh, there's a I would say, oh boy. Hmm. I'm trying to think of of that one food. And I'm just like, man, if I could have that right now because of quarantine, like quarantine's kept me away from like all these foods that I really like to eat. Mm-hmm. So like which one would I absolutely love to just get at? Pizza, burger or taco. That's, you ne- can never go wrong with any of those choices. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Derek, how about you? We've lost Derek. Oh, Derek. Sorry, I'm here. I didn't hear the question. Just just like the one place or thing to eat that sticks out in your mind. Like, pretend we're on that Food Network show, The Best Thing I Ever Ate, and just talk about that. Oh, geez. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, honestly, I'm not sure if you guys are as classy as I am, <laughs> but I really like those hole-in-the-wall places. Yeah. So I will go for the Tin Whistle in Salem. Evan, you might not know about that place. I do know about it. We talked about it not too long ago. You watched the Bruins lose the Stanley Cup there twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've got a very good, bad memory of that place. But Andrew, yeah. did my did my question help you at all? Uh, a little bit. Um, Hold on, sorry, I, I totally cut off Derek, but uh, that was so. Derek, what was your good bad memory? Oh, being in a complete like supportive environment while uh, two dozen Bruins fans watch their season just go down the drain within like thirty seconds. And what was your meal of choice there? Uh, it was cheeseburger, uh, medium rare, lettuce, tomato, pickles, mayo, and onions. Legendary. Yes. You asked, I answered. (laughs) Classy. All right, Andrew. So, um, 
I would say that these ones are a little bit harder to come by because it's in Japan. But uh, last, when I was in Japan, I went to this little hole in the wall place. I don't even know what the, what it was called because it was written in Japanese. But I was hungry, and it was it was next <laughs> to my it was next to my uh, hotel place and where I was staying. And I went in and I ordered a don bowl, which was just a chicken sweet brown sauce with an egg and i was as i was eating it i just looked at the cook and i was just like yo oishi and then <laughs> and they were like oh arigato you know <laughs> arigato um, gaijin <laughs> yeah like it, it was seriously as simple as that because i there was so much to do in the four days that i was spending in tokyo that i literally walked around all day long and only ate one meal a day because i wanted to just get and see everything <laughs> But this one meal that I stopped and ate, I was just like, holy cow, this is this is the greatest. We didn't even talk about sushi. That reminds me. I've eaten whale. <laughs> and that's, that's and that's for the next time. <laughs> that's unique. <laughs> I've eaten whale. <laughs> Have you eaten whale? I don't think so. I've eaten whale. <laughs> I've had dolphin. It's kind of gamey. <laughs> um, I've never had anything as exotic as that, but. Yeah. Sorry, I think yeah. the most most like date I've had pufferfish too. Oh really? Fugu? Pufferfish is actually really good. Fugumi. Fugumi, yeah. <laughs> um cool. All right. Let's wrap it up. Sure. Hopefully everybody here has found some good places if they're if they're local to us. <laughs> and that we've Which... described them well enough, uh like the food network stars that we watch. Yeah, because we're just like them. We're just like All them. Right. All right, guys, if you want to join in on the food conversation, tell us what the best thing you've ever eaten was, or maybe you'd like to contribute to the topics that we were talking about today, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we are posting this podcast. You can comment on the podcast. You can message, message us personally. Or you could find that invite link on the Facebook page to our discord. Our discord is always open. You can join whatever you want and you can throw us some amazing memes. You can have some swaggetti and meme balls over there on the weekend <laughs> anime page and just join in on the fun. Uh, we, we have, we have an idea in the works that we might be having another anime watch night where we watch the greatest anime of all time, which is clone high. Uh, <laughs> that's been an idea that's been thrown around. So, We'll, we'll get that going with, with the crew. We have to have like a good marathon day. Watch all 13 oh, heck episodes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then you can just follow me if you want. My I am AFLM, and you can find me and my art on Facebook.com at AFLM Art, all one word. You can find me on Instagram at AFLM underscore art. You can find me on Twitter at AFLM underscore art, or... You can find me at my main website, which is solariansun.com, all one word, where you can read my free webcomic, uh, which is up to chapter three, which is currently being, that, and that's four chapters, zero, one, two, three, that you can all read right now uh, at solariansun.com. Or if you want to read even more, that's over six, I think I'm at uh, 70 plus pages now, that if you sign up for at uh, patreon.com slash AFLM, you can get 70 plus pages of, Sol- of Solarian Sun where we are 
well into chapter five. So that's that's what I'm doing. Go support your your local artists. Go ahead, Evan. So for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you are in a band and want to be featured on the No Borders No Race podcast show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbashbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter, on the J-Pop, Video Games, and Anime Amino pages, on Instagram, and on Twitch at kingbaby.esh, and on b3crew.tumblr.com. And like us on facebook.com slash bostonbashbrigade. And big shout out to our buddies over at Black Compat. You can watch their show live every other Sunday at twitch.tv slash blackcompat and then find him on YouTube a couple days later at youtube.com slash blackcompat. Elite Four Derek. Well, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Elite Four Derek. Otherwise, um, yeah, I work and then I come back home and I quarantine. So I'm pretty sure that's what we're supposed to be doing. So that's what I'm going to keep doing. So Hey, I'll be here. <laughs> yeah. Just here. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Working on comics. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our food talk. Thank you so much for uh, coming and joining us for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Next episode, who knows what we're going to talk about? Um, maybe we'll we'll come up with something different. Maybe we'll talk about something new, like. I don't know, anime me. I don't know, yeah. but we'll figure it out. Um, so thank you so much for all the time that you've given us and that you're sticking through us with uh, this, these crazy times and that we're a source of entertainment for you. Uh, truly mean that truly, truly, truly. And we're happy to do it for you as well. Um, but for now it's time to sign off the only way we know how. Uh, one of the things that I remember the most, uh, and I didn't get to have any place to tell the story, so I might as well tell it now, um, was there was one place my friends in college wanted to go to this place in Florida that was a hole-in-the-wall place that they were like, no, dude, you gotta eat here. It's amazing. And it was a place called Bananas. Oh, and, yeah. Um, and it was a, a drag queen restaurant um, where and, and their food like, so like all the servers and and entertainment stuff there was they were all drag queens um, and that was my first uh, experience in a restaurant like that um, but uh, you know everybody there was super nice super friendly and everything and their food was amazing hands down um, the best uh, grilled cheeseburger that I ever had uh, anybody you know know a grilled cheeseburger where it's yeah. a, a cheeseburger and the buns are two grilled cheeses on top of each other amazing food but yeah that place was uh that place w was awesome and it was like such a fun time and it was uh like such a unique experience i think that was 30 seconds can we stop now yeah oh. <laughs> greg fill the time please ah okay i'm gonna stop recording 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.